1: Ryan, let's let's go to the recruiting for this weekend. There's obviously a big recruiting weekend coming up for Notre Dame, and there's uh, some key commits going to be on campus this weekend, and that includes Notre Dame is going to be hosting a Armel Mookum for an official visit this weekend, Ryan. So that's going to be a very important one. they are also, from what we understand, based on the da- what we've been able to gather, Drake Bowen's going to be on campus again. Christian Gray is going to be on campus again. Charles Jagasaw is going to be on campus again. And then three of their preferred walk-ons are going to be on campus. And we're going to see C.J. Carr on campus this weekend. And the fact that C.J. Carr is on campus this weekend, to me, speaks volumes about who C.J. Carr is. Because who else is going to be on campus this weekend, Ryan? Kenny Minchie, quarterback in the 2023 class. The fact that C.J. is going to be at this game, again, just tells you, it answers any questions people may have about is CJ worried about competition and B it just says the kind of kid that CJ Carr is and the kind of leader that CJ Carr is because it's like hey there's another quarterback we need to get that guy he knows what the quarterback room looks like right mm-hmm. and so I think that's a big one too but I want to start first with the uh, getting Christian Gray Charles Jaggers on campus is important but Armo Mukum this is a visit that there, we have heard nothing but He's solid to Notre Dame, so it's not that, but it's always good to get that official visit there, get that out of the way and solidify things because he has had a really good senior season, in my opinion. Like his game
2: really took off this year. Yeah. I mean, Brian, I sent you the the uh the senior highlights tape yesterday, and I'm just like, my lord, look at the power yeah. that this kid has, man. Like we knew the tools were Fantastic, but I really do think he's taken a big step from junior year film to senior year film. Like I really do think that Armel is taking a great step. I was texting with him earlier today. He's obviously really excited about the opportunity to go for his official visit, right? Like I mean, obviously he's he is kind of fallen in love with just the whole process of Notre Dame and and the school that they have and all the opportunities because he you know. I mean, he came on the podcast after he committed, right? Like we know mm-hmm. that he's very. Well-spoken, intelligent kid that has a lot of goals outside of football from a academic standpoint, career-wise, the four for forty, all that type of stuff, right? Like he's really well and really grounded kid, which is which is great to see, which makes it such a good fit. But again, it's an official visit; it's an opportunity for him and his family to really enjoy the campus for everything that it is, enjoy a game day, get into South Bend, and. Just experience everything. I think it's going to be huge for Armel. And it, I think that a lot of people were really weren't fair with the whole, you know, when he committed originally, Brian, because we talked about, hey, you know, people were kind of like, oh, this is a replacement for Keon Healy, like all right. that type of conversation, right? And it's just like, guys, we need to appreciate that Notre Dame has right. identified a young man from a really good school in the state of Virginia, Woodbury Forest, which Notre Dame has had a, some success in in the past and they identified a player that is just scratching the surface of how good he can be and getting right. him back on campus is huge from you know we, I don't think they they need to solidify anything but it will solidify right. a how to get the right. game atmosphere yeah.
1: him confident right and a reminder he he didn't he is not a replacement for Keon he's a big end who could grow into a three technique this was not a replacement for mm-hmm. Keon this was already something that they were working on
2: for a while in his senior film, he played a lot of interior defensive yes. line. Like they were putting him at defensive tackle yeah. time, which was especially interesting. especially in pass
1: rushing situations. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yep. And he played a little bit of tight end this year as well. But no, he he's still raw in a lot of ways, technically and right. all that. But he showed me the ability to bend this year. He showed me quickness, really explosive off the ball for a kid his size, long arms. Just needs to refine. You know, he's still learning the game. He's still in the infancy stages of learning the game. But the physical tools are really there. Now, looking at the 2023 visitors, Ryan, obviously the big name on the board is Kenny Minchie. So, Kenny yes. will be – Minchie will be making his official visit to Notre Dame this weekend. As we said before, this was a visit that was – I mean, this is right now the only visit Kenny Minchie has planned. Has he committed to Notre Dame? No, uh, w- but the reality is, is he – It's It's not. It's, a, it's not a secret that he decommitted from Pitt with really one thing in mind. Notre Dame. Now, if things don't go well this weekend, could he then say, I'm going to open things back up? There's a lot of schools out there looking for quarterbacks. That's possible. So Mm -hmm. this has got to be a good weekend for Notre Dame, right? And I expect it to be. He's been on campus before, so it's not like it's new to him, right? And so this is going to be a big weekend to to get him around Drake Bowen and Christian Gray and Jagasaw and guys like that and and say, hey, look, you know, this is where you want to be, right? And so... Mm -hmm. I, and and I think that he's gonna. We expect things to go really well, but it's a big one for Notre Dame because you have a chance to go from two weeks ago, we're like, I don't know who the heck they're gonna get a quarterback. We're like begging them to look after a couple kids that we like, and some of the names that we were hearing about guys that they were going after, um, you know, uh, just wasn't looking good. And all of a sudden, the Kenny Minchie stuff happens, and now you've got an opportunity to get what I believe. And what you now believe after seeing the senior film is a top 100 football player. I had him number 81 yes. overall on my top my top 100 before the season. on uh, 99 we had him at number 80 because uh, John Garcia likes him a lot, too. So uh, this is a big, big weekend, big opportunity for Notre Dame to go from
2: no clue what's going to happen to quarterback to getting what we believe is a top 100 caliber play at the quarterback position, right? Well, and I think you said it perfectly, Brian, like there's a reason that he made the decommitment, right? Coming to Notre Dame and all signs are pointing to that being the last step of this process, right? Is it over? No, it's not over, but if Notre Dame is able to solidify things and really put a stamp on everything and really, you know, just put the vision completely in Kenny's mind and show him everything that he needs to see then we do expect it to be over, right? We do. I mean, we expect Kenny Minchie to be a part of this class if Notre Dame finishes the deal this weekend. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about that. And like you said, I will applaud Tommy Reese and this staff if Kenny Minchie does commit to Notre Dame because like you said, Brian, two weeks ago, I mean, I had gone completely 180 in my mind where I'm like, I don't know who Notre Dame's going to get as a quarterback. I really don't. I don't know what's going to happen here. This is not – a good situation to be. And we've talked about this. The 2023 quarterback class is a historically deep quarterback class. It is. So They we thought they were going to get one.
0: That's the thing. We thought
2: they were not going to get one. Brian, it is so detrimental to the staff. If they were not able to get one too, with the, with the depth in this class and not get one of these talented quarterbacks would have been just such a slap in the face, man. Like that would have just been a terrible look. And if they are able to recover, and get a top 100 football player, in my estimation, and in your estimation, like you just kind of said, then it's a great recovery by Notre Dame after the Dante Moore saga, after going through you know the, all the rumblings of who they're looking at, who they're not looking at, what's it going to end up like. It could be a great recovery for Notre Dame, and we expect it to be. But again, Notre Dame has to show Kenny this weekend that he's making the right decision, that this is the place that he needs to be. They need to stamp this one this weekend.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ryan, here's here's kind of the next part of this. There's some 2024 kids on campus that's going to be important. CJ Carr is on campus this weekend. Part of the reason CJ Carr is on campus this weekend, as we told you, it's going to be very it's it's going to be very important that he is on campus to meet Kenny Minchie. That's going to be very, very important. And and so that's part of it. But the bigger part of that is because there's a couple, there's three 2024 offensive skill players on campus this weekend that are very talented players. We're going to begin with a familiar name, a kid that was on campus two weeks ago, and that is Missouri running back Aeneas Williams. And if you have not watched Aeneas Williams' film, uh, please do. It's fun to watch. He's basically a bigger, thicker version of Kyron Williams, essentially, with, with with maybe a touch more speed coming out of high school. So this is a really good football player, and it's kind of eerie how much he looks like Kyron. As a high school player, just catching the ball out of the backfield and just all the things he does. It's really eerie how much he looks like him. And, and so that's why you kind of go with that comp. But he's a kid that was at Irish Invasion this this summer. Notre Dame did a great job there with him. He's really connected well with Dylan McCullough and Chad Bowden. And then you talk about the visit a couple of weeks ago. Things went great. You reported first that weekend, I think it was on Sunday, where, where, boy, man, Notre Dame put themselves in great position with this kid. He recently released his top ten and uh, i talked to brian smith today uh, brian's somewhat connected to that recruitment uh, a little bit and and knows people connected with the young man and one of the things is is alabama is making a hard push for neas williams which i think tells you a lot about this kid's ability that 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 uh, alabama's on him here's his top 10 ryan it's Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, Ohio State, Florida, Penn State, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ole Miss, and then of course Notre Dame. So big opportunity, Ryan, and from from in my view, if things go well this weekend, Notre Dame is going to be very, very hard to beat for Aeneas Williams. I mean, there, yep. there's a
2: reason he's back on campus for the second time in three weeks. Yes. I mean, mean, leaving that Clemson game, Brian, you're just like – I mean, I said it, right, and we agreed upon it. Notre Dame is the clear leader for Aeneas Williams, leaving that visit. And him getting him back on campus is obviously huge for this Notre Dame staff, like you just said. I think it kind of solidifies the fact that Notre Dame is the clear leader in this guy, and they have a chance, I think, to kind of end this one, right? Because you heard Aeneas in a recent interview – where he had said something like he doesn't want this one to to, to drag on, right. right? Like he would like to make a decision in the somewhat near future. And with that in mind, with Notre Dame's position, you have to feel good about it. But again, showing Aeneas everything that he's already seen, again, re- re- reiterating to him the vision, the running back room, the fit on campus, because everything makes sense. I mean, the kid is, again, not a big school Hannibal in the state of Missouri, but Brian, I love saying this stat every time we hear it, man. He is the all-time leading rusher in Missouri history, folks. As a junior in yeah. high school, doesn't make any sense. I mean, just think about that for a second. Like, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. He had a game this year where he had eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns, and not right. all eight were rushing. He had five rushing touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns in a single football game. It just some of the numbers that he's putting up is is really silly. The Kyron comparisons are going to happen. I agree with you. He's kind of a bigger, slightly more athletic version of Kyron. But the one thing that I love about his game, too, talking about Aeneas, is he is a really competitive player, too, Brian. He's one of those guys that I think he finds it disrespectful that people try to tackle him. You know, like he's just like, no, why are you doing this? Don't, don't try that. That's silly. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So he's a really good football player, all-purpose type back that everything is there for Notre Dame in this visit. Notre Dame knocks it out of the park. I think not only are they going to be really hard to, to beat, I expect this one not to last that much longer. Notre Dame has a chance, just like with the Kenny Minchin thing, I said to put a stamp on this one. I, I think they also have a chance to put the stamp on the Aeneas Williams recruitment and really solidify to him that Notre Dame is the place to be for him.
1: Another kid that's going to be on campus this weekend is, is a young man we thought was going to be on campus uh, a couple of weeks ago for the Clemson game, like Jaden Greathouse, his, uh, Flight got canceled. I believe his flight got canceled as well, correct? And that is Carter yeah. Nelson, a tight yes. end from the 2024 class. Notre Dame's original plan was only to take one tight end of this class. I think Carter Nelson's kind of emerging has just sort of changed that. And then I also think, you know, with with Eli Raritan's injury and some other things, I felt I think there was a need to take another class. This kid has one of the more ridiculous films I've ever seen. And it's it, it's his football film is actually not what really blows me away because it's kind of hard. I mean he's playing eight man football. And it, it's kind of hard to really get a good feel for you know what, what he what he can do. But then Ryan, you you watch him play basketball. Yes. This is a kid who's six four, what's he about six three and a half, six four, let's see about two hundred pounds, Ryan, two hundred and five pounds maybe. Yeah. And and there. he played for his basketball team, and I'm I'm gonna see if we can if I can find some film here because this is a kid who's who's doing like windmill dunks, Ryan, in games. <laughs> I mean like like you know, two and there he tried one dunk. Like, he ended up not hitting it, but he tried one dunk in against um I can't remember which game it was that I was watching, Ryan, but he tries to dunk and he tries to go between his legs and like 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 this to dunk. And he actually yeah. had it. He just went too long on it, and it, and, and he missed it because he went too so long was, on it. it. So he was right. too bouncy. Got right. It. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, he, he's incredibly raw as a football player right now, but he's a kid, Ryan, that has exceptional, exceptional athleticism at this point in time. And so... You look at it and say, "This is a, another kid." Now, again, I don't anticipate. I don't. Ant- I'm not telling you right now that Notre Dame's going to get him, or, the, no. but this is one where they have definitely, they're definitely trying to put themselves in the mix with him. And it sounds like, from talking to people on his side, Ryan, that mm-hmm. there's definitely a legitimate interest in Notre Dame with this young man.
2: Yeah. So, if you guys haven't seen the backstory on Carter, I put a piece out on him to. Brian's alluding kind of to the the athletic background, but I also put a little bit of an intel on boards at irishbreakdown.com after the Clemson Clemson week because he was supposed to visit for Clemson. Unfortunately, the plane got canceled, so he wasn't able to make it out. He's They're driving up this week because they don't want anything to happen that's out of their hands type of situation. So they will be out there this week. But the interesting part of Carter's recruitment is – He was originally planning Brian to, you know, maybe make a spring decision, maybe a winter decision, like somewhere after the season. But at that time, he was a very under recruited player. Like he didn't have a ton of offers. Nebraska's one, you know, he's out of the state of Nebraska. So Nebraska's, you know, kind of the, you know, the team that most of his family grew up kind of really liking and stuff. So I felt like they always had a little bit of the inside track. But as he has got after his junior film during his junior year, he really blew up and he's starting to get a lot of offers. I think Notre Dame was a little bit of a game changer for the for the family, and which is why they are making it a priority to get there for a game today, because I think Notre Dame has made a great impression after offering him during the Clemson weekend, even though he wasn't able to make it on campus. And this is gonna be the team's this is gonna be the Nelsons family first opportunity to be in South Bend to see everything. And to reiterate how athletic this kid is. Brian mentioned the basketball highlights, which were just ridiculous. They are. On the football field, eight-man football, he was the team's leader in touchdown passes through 15 touchdowns. That is on top of running for over 700 yards and 14 touchdowns. And my favorite stat about that, Brian, is despite having the most touchdown passes on the team, he was also the team's leading receiver with over 500 yards and 11 scores. It's just – He's a nutty it, athlete. It, it, it can be hard to really evaluate
1: him as a football player because of the level of competition. I mean, it is, and he's really raw. But yep. what you see immediately, Ryan, though, is the athleticism. I mean, it, it pops. Yes. I mean, it really pops and, off the film. I did have a question for you. Is Aeneas Williams the all-time leading rusher in yards or rushing touchdowns? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I think it's rushing touchdowns. It may be rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think it's rushing touchdowns. yards yet, but it might be by the time his career is over. Here's the crazy <laughs> yes. thing about Aeneas Williams. He yep. has over 2,000 career rushing yards in high, in high school already. I think he's getting close to three. He has over 2,000 receiving yards in high school as well. Silly. Man. That's like silly. golden tape numbers right there, which is really, really silly. <laughs> but, yeah, Carter Nelson, right? And I'm trying to find some of these basketball clips. Uh, I can't remember if I saw them on YouTube or if they were on uh, – if they were on, they were on uh, his his twitter page uh mm-hmm. but uh so i'm i'm trying to find some of these but yeah his his athleticism is really is really nutty
2: Brian, you know what the crazy part about him is? Is that the best sport right now, from a numbers perspective, for him is probably track and field. I mean, he's yeah. a seven—he's a seven-foot high jumper for a kid that is six-four, some change, two hundred and five-ish pounds. He also is a thirteen-eight in the pole vaults, thirteen foot eight inches, which is just a weird thing. Like you don't usually see that type of body type pole vaulting for one. It's also a hundred and seventy-foot discus thrower. And he runs 11 flat in the 100 meters. Like, this is a mm-hmm. just silly, silly athlete. Like, and, and, and not to mention, all the numbers we're throwing out there to you all, he did, a, a aside from the football stats this past year as a junior, all those track numbers, all those basketball numbers, those are all sophomore numbers. He mm-hmm. did all that as a sophomore. So this kid's a special athlete, man. And if Notre Dame, you know, I think if they have a big visit, they're going to put themselves in a solid position. Again, I don't think that this one's going to be one that's going to end anytime in the near future, but I think it would be huge for them because they did get in, you know, relatively early with some of right. the bigger offers, which is, I think, is a good thing for them.
1: Yeah. Now, anything can change, right? When kids take visits, but but going in, our anticipation is not that it's going to end right now. That's what we're that's what we're trying to say. Exactly. So yeah. another kid that's on campus Ryan right this weekend is a very intriguing, very intriguing um and that is Jason Robinson who is a California receiver from Long Beach Poly who is a, committed to USC. He is going to be on campus this weekend. He's also going to be on, also on campus this weekend. It's his it's his younger brother, uh it's Jaden, correct? I believe is his younger yes. brother's name. Jaden yep. Robinson, who's also a very talented football player. Uh and they're going to be on campus this weekend as well, Ryan. So this is a young man that's. It's very interesting. Jason Robinson is a very intriguing player to me because he's a USC commit. You look at USC and you're thinking, why wouldn't a receiver want to play at USC? I mean, you know, it's pretty, pretty, really, really good offense. But he's been very open to the process. It's not just Notre Dame, right? It's it's yeah. it's other schools as well. So it's not just Notre Dame. But this is a young man that to me is. Uh, a different kind of kid than what Notre Dame normally gets stylistically. Yeah, Very dynamic receiver. He's a small guy. He's like 5'10", 5'11", but he is really dynamic with the football in his hands, Ryan. So it's going to be a big opportunity to get him on campus for Notre Dame this weekend.
2: Yeah, and this is a is it's an interesting one too, Brian, because he was supposed to visit the campus, I believe, in the summer, and then he ended up not making the trip. So I, after that mm-hmm. happened, I'll be completely honest. I was kind of like, I guess that's just not going to happen, right? Like it's right. that's kind of the sign that it's just not in the cards. And then he makes it though a priority to get back for this football game. And I know he's a player, you know, from everything that we've gathered, that it sounds like the staff likes Jason Robinson. Obviously, he's a USC commit, like you said, Long Beach Poly. The, the, he's a really interesting player because he is, he's that dynamic slot type that Notre Dame you know, needs to get more of kind of in the future, right? Like he's got nice speed, but he's a really good route runner. I mean, he, he breaks off some routes where you're like, Ooh, that's, that's really nice. So he's a precise, preci- precise route runner who has a lot of speed brings a dynamic element to the field, which I think is, is really enticing. And from the first the first time I talked to him, Brian, it was just like, you know, Jason, you're coming to USC. Like, you know, are you mm-hmm. open? And he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm completely open to the process. Yeah. So is it going to happen? It, I don't know. But all I know is I'm not putting my money step. on it.
1: But yes, right. here's but the here's step. he's visiting the perfect weekend, the absolute perfect weekend. I'm gonna say it for two reasons. One is if this kid comes out of this weekend still in, interested in Notre Dame after being in the snow all weekend, then you have a shot. Because the one thing that is gonna be the biggest negative recruiting tool that people are gonna make about him, be even probably more than the offense, is man, you're a you're a you're a long beach kid. You're gonna go out and and he's like, Hey man, I was that was fun. I put a coat on and I was fine, right? Or he's gonna be like, This is not for me. And, and, and this is no way. And then, you know, and you don't got to worry about it anymore. Right. So like, to me, it's the perfect weekend for it. Number two, the perfect player comp for Jason Robinson is on the field on Saturday. It's Zay flowers. True. (laughs) That's
2: a good point. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like that's the, and and the reason I point that out is because I actually think Jason Robinson can play outside in certain, in certain looks. Now, I don't know if he fits the Notre Dame offense outside. But like, again, he's to me, he's Zay flowers and it's not in the speed is nice. And the, but it's the fact that this kid is a football player, Ryan, right? and you nailed it. Cause you know, you talk about the speed and the elusiveness, but I love how quickly you immediately went to this kid knows how to play the game. This kid knows how to run routes. This kid can win contested catches in, in certain situations. I mean, again, Zay can win those in certain situations down the field. You're not yep. going to be just on back shoulders to him all game. Right. So it's not what we're talking about. But it's eerie how much his game reminds you. It's like we're talking about Aeneas Williams. And, I, you know, I don't normally do like doing comps, Ryan. But sometimes they're so obvious. And Aeneas Williams to Kyron Williams is so obvious. But Jason Robinson to Zay Flowers is so obvious that it's like, man, can you imagine Notre Dame getting a Zay Flowers type of player to go with Jaden Greathouse and Braylon James and Rico Flores and, you know, guys like that? Boy, man. Because Dylan Edwards isn't that type of guy. Dylan Edwards is more of a dynamic with the ball in your hands. The receiver part's going to come, you know, he's more of a DeAnthony Thomas type -hmm. of guy than he is a Zay Flowers type of guy. Jason Robinson would be more of a dynamic, pure receiver. And that's what I like about
2: that comp. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So Ryan, that's going to do it for the recruiting portion of the show. We are going to move on to the mailbag next, but before we do, I want to ask all of you to do us a few favors, and they're easy. It's hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast. If you're listening via podcast and you like our show, we would really appreciate if you give us a five-star review. And now there's some things we'll ask of you that, that aren't as easy or free. Check out the merch store. Got some new stuff that we're going to be putting in there. Uh, and we're going to edit that a little bit. If you haven't signed up for the message boards at boards at irishbreakdown.com and you sign up, you get a 10% discount off the entire your next entire purchase through the merch store. Uh, by signing up for a monthly membership, you sign up for an annual membership. You can then sign up and you can get a 20% twenty percent discount. If you want to support Irish Breakdown beyond just the the annual fees, uh, we're not going to raise our rates because we want to keep it affordable, especially in a tough time right now where we're all kind of struggling and things are, you know, if everything's costing more. We're going to stay the same. We're not going to put that extra burden on you as, as what we can. But if you're in a position where you want to give more, we do have the booster program. We have the Shamrock and the, and the Gold Club booster program. You can certainly do that if that's something that you want to do to support Irish Breakdown. So, and of course, as we talked about the other day, Ryan, there's some flavors for Built Bar that are back out. You're not going to want to miss them. I'm telling you, if you go to Built Bar, best protein bars in the business, if you like candy bars, but you know they're unhealthy and you don't want to get the figure that I have, Bilt Bar is the way to go, right? Because they're just, as, they're just as tasty, but they're much better for you, low in sugar, high in protein. Really, really good stuff. And if you use the promo code Irish Breakdown, all one word, all caps, you get 10% off your entire purchase. So you're definitely going to check that out as well.